Bunnies. In this podcast episode, we will be talking about five toxic things that you need to completely cut from your life. Like you need to start dealing with them and getting rid of them. I've dealt with all these five things. I know they're toxic. I've seen it in other people, how other people are treating people because of these things and how it makes them feel. And it's just, these are things that we as Christians really need to cut out of our lives and that we need to work on. Just a disclaimer, you can probably hear stuff in the background. My mom owns a little baking business and so she is actually making a cake right now for a customer. So you are going to hear stuff probably in the background through this episode. It's fine. Um, Some announcements before we start is I know that today's episode is on Wednesday and I did that on purpose because I, for a couple of weeks, I'm going to try and post on Wednesdays because my blog posts come out on Wednesdays and my blog posts and my podcast episodes tie hand in hand. And so I'm trying to see if maybe I like this better. So I'm going to be doing this for a couple of weeks and then see kind of where I'm at. Another thing is Christmas podcast episodes are coming out Friday as well as Christmas blog posts coming out Friday until the end of December, I guess. (laughs) Um, I'm super excited for them. The next one or the one that's coming up like this week is recipes like cookie recipes and things that you can make and I'm so excited because I'm going to be trying all of them. So without further ado, I am going to open us up in prayer. Jesus, I just thank you for another day. I thank you for this year that we've had, even though 2020 has definitely been something new. Um, I thank you for the seasons that everyone is going through because they all have a purpose, Lord. I pray that the people listening to this podcast episode will take what they need from it and it will impact them in the way that you have designed for it to impact them specifically, Lord. I pray that my mom will have fun baking and Jesus name I pray, amen. Okay, let's get started. So the first toxic thing that you need to cut from your life is hiding how you feel. So with this one, I struggled with this pretty much most of my life. I'm 17 and I'm just now getting to the place to where I've decided to let go and actually just feel things and it's been a little bit of an interesting journey, but I have honestly loved it. I know that when people hide their feelings, when they stuff it down, like how they really feel, there are multiple reasons why people do it. Um, They do it because they either don't want to be a burden, they don't feel like they're important, they have past trauma. I mean, just all of these different things can tie into hiding how you really feel. And while these all seemed like valid reasons during that time, it honestly didn't help me. It, it wounded me and it made the relationships that I have harder during that those times because people didn't know how I felt and I would explode on people and it just, it was not okay. And it was something that the Lord had to bring to my attention and then all of a sudden it's like, I realized like I don't have to hide how I feel and it was an amazing experience little by little like especially like a couple months ago because I had held things in for so long it felt like everything anyone said was like they were poking at me 
and it was awful like I think it's because I kept everything in for so long that everything irritated me which is why I started blowing up at people and it wasn't okay it isn't worth it and it's not fair to the ones that you love a lot of the times we hide emotions and feelings because we don't want to deal with them we end up pushing them to the back and we kind of just you know put it on the back burner like it's not worth it or I just don't want to deal with this I, I like I don't want to ignore it or come face to face with it right but this is a big problem because it leads us to becoming bitter and we are not called to be bitter. It causes us to have problems forgiving and that affects the way we live our lives as Christians. And it is very important. In, in the Bible, it says to forgive and to love. And I know that is so hard, especially when it feels like this certain person has wronged you, but the Lord has forgiven you of all your sins. Forgiveness is so, so important. And honestly, when we can learn to forgive, I think we will be on a better path as just a whole society. Psalms 34 verse 17 says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. I think a lot of the time we even hide our feelings from the Lord. And obviously, I know that we can't hide our feelings. Um, Jeremiah 23 verse 24 says, Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord. And in reality, we can't hide our feelings, but I think sometimes we don't want to come face to face with them, so we kind of just ignore them and don't talk about them with the Lord. When in reality, we need to be talking about everything with the Lord. It is so important that we are honest with how we feel and that we confront it and deal with our feelings. The second thing is acting out of jealousy. While this is something I have dealt with before, it's never been a big problem with me, but I know that the times I had acted out of jealousy, I immediately knew it was out of jealousy and it wasn't okay. Um, it honestly, it's like jealousy is like this weed. It grows deep and if we aren't careful, it can take root so quickly that it feels impossible to pull out which is why we need to bring all matters to the Lord and confess our sins and ask the Lord to help guide us instead of reacting off of feelings that the enemy planted. Because in reality, those feelings aren't from the Lord, they're from the enemy because he wants to trip us up. Something that helped me, um, I find that if something makes me jealous, I take a step back and I declare that this isn't from the Lord, but from the enemy. And then what I do is I stop and I ask the Lord why I felt this way and what I'm insecure in. Because in reality, when we are jealous about something, it's because we're insecure about something. And the enemy finds a way to go through that loophole and prod at us, right? To mess us up. So here are some Bible verses on jealousy. James 3 verse 16, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every, and every vile practice. Proverbs 14 verse 30, a tranquil heart gives life to flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. James 3 verse 14, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. Exodus 20 verse 17, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Obviously, those are just a few Bible verses, but it is so important that if we find we are jealous about something, we deal with it and we give it to the Lord. We cannot t let jealousy take root because it soils friendships and it causes strife. 
The third thing is comparing yourself to social media. So once again, I have dealt with this before. My self-conscious stage started when I was younger actually and ended probably when I was like 14. In complete honesty, obviously I still have times where I'm like, okay, I'm a little self-conscious today, but I don't deal with it on a daily basis. I used to though. I didn't compare myself to social media because I didn't have any social media, but I did compare myself to all the girls I was seeing. And when I saw magazines, I compared myself to the women in there. Like, why don't I look like them? And when in reality, I was just a child and I was growing and my body was going through all these things and I just wasn't being very fair to my body. But it is something that I dealt with that, or that I have dealt with a little bit and it's definitely not fun. So let's actually take a step back here. Social media influencers and workout influencers are actually starting to bring awareness to the fact that even their bodies are not perfect which I'm so happy that people are doing this because it's making it easier on everyone else who has this false idea that their bodies should look like this 24-7 when in reality it's not. You get bloated, I mean, people are tired and your body changes. Stuff just happens, it's normal. And the pictures they take, obviously they post specifically so that their body will look the way that they want it or they Photoshop it, I mean, it it just depends and a lot of them are saying like hey these are the things that we do just so that you guys are aware and I'm loving that people are starting to do this it's it's just it's amazing guys be confident in the body that the Lord made you you should never compare yourself with anyone especially people on social media Galatians 1 verse 10 says for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. If we're looking to please man by having the quote-unquote perfect body, then we aren't serving and pleasing the Lord, guys. The Lord in all his grace and all his glory made us and he molded us with his hands, stitched us in our mother's womb. He knows when a sparrow falls and not one goes unaccounted for. He made the valleys and he made the fields graced with flowers. He made the ocean, how it dances before him. And he made mountains, how they tower above everything. If he took the time to make all of those things so beautifully, how much more thought and how much more love do you think he would put into making you? Because it doesn't say in the Bible that God loves the ocean or that God loves the mountains that he made. It says that he loves you. He made us in his image. And because of this, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. The world does not get to tell you if you are beautiful because God already has. In his opinion, his ways are the only ways that matter. And when we are able to believe this, is when our world will flip upside down, guys. The fourth thing is saying yes to everything. This is something that I did struggle with when I was younger. Once again, a lot of the stuff that I struggled with was when I was younger. Obviously, new stuff kind of presented itself that I've been struggling with until now. Um, actually, this past couple of months, um, the Lord really set me free from a lot of stuff and I'm so happy about it. But saying yes to everything, um, it is very important that we don't just say yes to stuff because we feel bad. 
I used to say yes to everything because I didn't want to upset the other person. And for a long time, I thought that maybe if I agreed with everything, that they would love me more. And in reality, that was false. I was already loved. I was just looking for approval and someone who wasn't able to really love me the right way at that time because they were struggling with their own stuff. It wasn't very fun. I, I wanted to please people. The Lord freed me from that which I was very happy about because that's definitely not fun because as Christians, we need to stand up for what's right and stand against what's wrong. The world has many ideas and many persuasive tactics to win people over. We as Christians need to stand firm and take hold of the truth and say no. I know what my God wants from me and I don't follow the world. Saying no is also a safety matter. If you ever feel uncomfortable, say no. If you don't like something, say it. Don't just be okay with stuff, especially if it makes you uncomfortable, guys. There's a reason it's making you uncomfortable. It is very important that you are able to say no. The last thing, and this is a big one, is judging others. I dealt with this for about two years because I went through heartbreak and I believed for a little bit that all guys were bad and I couldn't trust any of them and just all of this different stuff but in complete honesty I have I had no right and I still have no right to judge anyone now I'm in a completely different place in my life where I don't feel like I I can like it's just I can't do it in reality I was I was hiding in reality I was judging other people because I was judging myself I was angry at myself and I kind of lashed out at other people and started judging them. Judgment isn't ours, it's the Lord's. And here are actually some Bible verses on it. Matthew 7, verse 1 through 5, judge not that you be not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye when you do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck from your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly and take the speck out of your brother's eye. Luke 6 verse 37 says, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. John 7 verse 24 says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with the right judgment. This doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean, like, making assumptions or saying, okay, you're obviously a bad person. Obviously, use discernment. Don't just judge someone based on how they look, though, guys. That is, it's not okay. I should do it a lot, but it's, it's just not okay. James 4, 11 through 12 says, Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There's only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Romans 2 verses 1 through 3, Therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Clearly it states, 
in all of these verses that judgment is not ours, it is the Lord. A lot of times we judge out of self-defense or insecurities, which those kind of go hand in hand, but it is a big problem. And when if, if you're not dealing with it and you're not bringing it to the Lord and to save people around you, it's going to really cause you to be bitter and it's going to control you. Judgment is not ours, but God's. Give it up. Whatever makes you feel insecure and grow close with the Lord. Assume your identity in Him. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I enjoyed this one a lot. I say that pretty much about every episode. But the next one, I'm actually going to be recording it the same day, is the Christmas episode. And that's coming out Friday. And I'm so excited for this one. I love Christmas. It is such an amazing time of the year. It is just amazing. I love it. Anyways, I will see you then. Y'all have a lovely day. Bye.